Hi, my name is Minda Hartz, and I'm your host of Secure the Seat, your weekly podcast that helps women of color secure their seat at the table. And I'm so happy that you're with me. Every Wednesday, we have a new episode, and this Wednesday is no different. Thank you to all those who have left an Apple rating. I checked out the rating, and in the last week, we had a surge, so I'm really thankful to each of you that have took the time to go to Apple podcast and leave a rating. Um, it means the most to me, my goal, just so you know, I know we talk about securing our seat, but I want to have a hundred reviews, positive reviews, <laughs> uh, by the end of the year. And so there's a couple months left in the year and I want to be able to secure my seat in that podcast land because I want to signal to Apple and the powers that be that women of color, we're out here, we're securing these seats, and that career content and information and tools are important topics of conversation. Diversity and inclusion isn't something cute that we're just doing and saying because it sounds good. We're about equity, and that's the main thing. So thank you for those who shoot me DMs, emails, uh, connect with me on Twitter or LinkedIn. Much appreciated. I try my best to be responsive in some way, shape, or form to everybody. And for those who have not had a chance, please go to mindahearts.com and sign up for the Women of Color Equity Initiative. That's still ongoing. So we want to put more women of color in leadership roles by winter 2019. So we're tracking that. I'm in the process of building out the database right now and hope to go live sometime in November. So all of you who have filled out the survey, thank you so much. Keep sharing it with your girlfriends, share it with your company. If you think that your company needs to be in on creating a diverse, inclusive, and equitable working environment for women of color, then there's ways that we can partner with them. So thank you again for joining because there's tons of podcasts, tons of webinars that you could be listening to and you have secured your seat with me. So it's all love. So today, I actually want to take a pause and have another one of my heart-to-hearts. As I mentioned in previous episodes, um, a couple times throughout each season, I'll just have kind of a freestyle where I want to share with you what's on my heart, because I think as we secure our seat, it's important that we have a moment to pause and reflect and have a moment together. And a couple of things that I want to address before we jump into my topic today is some wins. So what are you manifesting right now? What are you putting out there? What have you been planting in the ground, so to speak, those seeds that you've been sowing and you're waiting for harvest? What are those things that you're hoping to manifest? Um, I'm sending you good vibes because as we sow our seeds, we are expecting a harvest. I hope that you're expecting your harvest before the end of the year because I know I am. And a couple of wins that I want to celebrate is a good friend and mentor, Keisha Jeremy. She is the founder of Sanaya Applesauce. Make sure that you go check her out. This past Sunday on Shark Tank, she was on there and she won. She is being funded by Mark Cuban for her applesauce. So make sure that you go to Sanaya Applesauce. It's not your mama's applesauce. It's not your child's applesauce. (laughs) It's for the adult palate, and it's so yummy. Uh, so please go and do that. I think I've, I've been telling everybody I know to go and buy the sauce because it's so good. 
And uh, my favorite is ginger. So, I mean, ginger is good in any consistency and uh, applesauce is just to die for. So shout out to Keisha. So proud of you. We all gathered in New York this past Sunday and and watched the episode and none of us knew that she was going to win or not. And so it was just awesome. So if you have a chance to Google that episode, please do, because there's some gems and authenticity that she shared that will definitely help you as you secure your seat. And the other thing I wanted to share with you is that I will be teaching my first course in the spring at NYU, Leading Talent Development in the Wagner School at NYU. And I'm so excited about that because, you know, my thing is impact over the fame, right? How many people are we helping truly make change? And if you get famous by doing that, that's one thing. But if that's what your primary focus is, then you'll never create the impact that's everlasting. And so for me, I start to think about, you know, how can I create true impact? And that's educating the decision makers. And so the class that I'm teaching is part of their HR track, and it's a prerequisite. So they have to be there. (laughs) And I get to talk about and educate what it's like to invest in your talent, because I think that's so important as we're part of the workforce, or if you're in a management position to invest in your talent pool, you don't want to see your best employees walk out the door because you didn't invest in them. And then they go somewhere else. You know, I think the human side of the workplace is very important. And at some point, and secure the seat, I'd like to delve into that human side of the workplace, because I think we sometimes think about all the technology and we think about all these factors, but we don't always focus on what our talent really needs. And it's not a one size fits all model. It's very much um, individual. And, you know, what does Sally or Keisha or um, Nadia, what does she need? You know, it's not the same thing that Kevin and, and Mark might need, you know. And so thinking about it from an individual perspective. Uh, so I think that's important. Also, there was an article written in Fast Company called um, Women of Color uh, go to fast company. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even remember what the name of it was. Uh, but it's a fast company article that I'm very proud of and a good friend wrote it and, um, shout out to Brittany Oliver, who was a guest on my podcast a couple of episodes ago. So make sure that you listen to, to hers, but I had the opportunity to discuss why leaning in doesn't work for us how the book lean in didn't work for us. It left us out of the narrative and we can't move forward till we address the systemic issues that are faced in the workplace. And so the name of the article is called why leaning in has not worked for women of color. I'll leave that at mindahearts.com in the show notes. So if you haven't had a chance to read it, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And if you felt like lean in worked for you, but what I talk about in the article is that, I'm glad that Sheryl Sandberg did crack the door open to talk about what it's like to lean in. But there's another side of that, what it's like for us to lean in, because we've been leaning in from day one and it hasn't always worked out for us. Um, But that doesn't mean that 
there are other ways to press forward, but we can't really move forward till we address some of the issues that are systemically embedded in workplace culture. Because, you know, 54 years ago, the jobs that black and brown women could have would, <clears throat> would not allow us to hold some of the positions that we're in today. And so we're asking to advance us in a system that was not created for us, you know, and there's a lot of leaders that don't want to address race in the workplace. And I think true leadership is going to have to address these issues. You just, we cannot sweep them under the rug, but that is not what I want to talk about today. (laughs) So, but go read the article on Fast Company and let me know what you think. The best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm most active on Twitter at Minda Hart. So let's connect there. But on today's episode, I want to talk to you about your who, your W-H-O. And you're like, what is that? And your who is important because sometimes we're often concerned about the people that are not supporting us and not focus on the ones that are. So you might have your mom or your dad or your spouse or partner or your friends who are invested in your success. They root for you. They share everything. They are your rah-rah cheering section. And all of that is all good. And sometimes we don't bask in the fact that we actually have a cheering squad. You know, there's some people out there right now that wish they had just one person who was rooting for them, who was invested in them. And oftentimes we're so consumed with who isn't supporting us. Why isn't this person um, interviewing me? Why isn't this person advancing me? And so we put all of this energy into who isn't supporting us instead of who is supporting us. And I thought it was important to, to talk about your who, because you want to invest in the people that are invested in you just as much as their investment, right? So it has to be reciprocal. It has to be And so when I think about this for myself, a couple of years ago, just to kind of make it more real for you, a couple, about two years ago, I think it was going on the second year, I had the opportunity to go back to uh, my hometown and I did four talks in that town. And I was really excited because this was the first time that I had a, (laughs) the local newspaper did a story on me, I think it was on the front page. And so I came back and and did a talk at the Chamber of Commerce and the local community college and my godson's second grade class at the time and another place uh, that's slipping my mind right now. But a lot of my family members on a certain side of the family lived in this town. And I had all these four talks and they went well. And so did my talks, not all of my family that could have showed up, of course, my parents and um, those who I consider family did come, but there was a big chunk of my family that did not come. And I remember sitting at O'Hara Airport and I was like in my feelings, like the remix of the Drake song. (laughs) And uh, I was so mad about the people who lived like 10 minutes from where I was speaking, who couldn't be bothered to show up, couldn't be bothered to text me to say, hey, we're proud of you, blah, 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 blah. And I was so upset. (laughs) And I like 
to the point where I think I had like tears in my eyes, you know, sitting in O'Hare Airport, real on pathetic mode, because I started focusing on who wasn't there instead of who was there. And I was in mid pity party. And mentally, I came to this fork in the road. And I said, I do a lot of self talks. And I said, Minda, okay, are you going to focus on the ones who weren't there and cry some more and get in your feelings or two, focus your energy on who was there, your parents, your brothers, your sister-in-law, your godchildren, you know, some church family, um, an aunt, you know, people who did send prayers and texts from afar. When I looked out into the crowd, seeing them smiling at me and me being able to smile back was everything. So what's the moral of the story? Focus on your who. Um, because we live in such an echo chamber on the internet and different things, you're like, well, why isn't anybody paying attention to me? Blah, blah, blah. But if you're lucky to have one person that's paying attention, then that's all that you need. And so I want to share with you three ways about focusing on your who. So the first one is protect your heart. And I think this is important because sometimes we want so badly for everyone at work to like us or the other parents at the PTA group to accept us. And the bottom line is that isn't realistic. No matter how nice you are, if you know that some people in your life are not supporting you, they're not for you, stop giving them the opportunity to disappoint you. If they've been disappointing you in the past, chances are they will continue to disappoint you. You only get one heart. Don't let others continue to break it. And so you have to protect your heart. Like Andre 3000 said, keep your heart three stack, keep your heart, (laughs) you know? And so we allow people to continuously disappoint us when we know that that's who they've always been. And if I look back on certain situations, I probably shouldn't have been surprised that those people did not show up. Um, Number two, it's not about their numbers. We all have those people in our cheering section that want nothing more for us than to see us win. Like I said, if you even have one person in your section, you're doing well. So don't focus on the number of supporters. Focus on who is supporting you. Um, This was a hard lesson to learn, but it helps me better guard my heart. You know, and also make sure that they know how much you appreciate them. Be sure to be in their cheering section, too, when they look out on the crowd. It's not just about our who, but be someone's who as well. I'm sure that there's people in your life right now that you could step up for and you could be there who, right, in times of need. And then number three, leave your petty party. Uh, there's a line in a Drake song, uh, Redemption, and it, and it goes, Redemption's on your mind when you think about me. And, you know, I can't lie and say that I didn't have a few choice words in my head when some folks that call themselves friends and family didn't show up. You know, I stopped myself from being obnoxious and petty and realized that some people are just who they're going to be. But I can't stop being me because someone else's decisions. You know, I'm not a bitter person and I'm not going to become one. You know, so finding redemption for these people isn't always necessary. And as our former first lady said, when they go low, we go high. And so that's important just to leave the petty party, because the longer that we sit in that, the worse we become right? Those people are going to be who they are. And it goes back to focusing on your who. And, you know, let's keep it 100% real. Sometimes it hurts when those people that you expect to be there for you are not there. 
Sometimes it hurts when the obvious people in our lives are not there cheering us on. Looking back, though, those people probably were never there to begin with. Sometimes we want things that we know will end up disappointing us. And over time, we can only blame ourselves for the damaged heart. So we have to learn to be good to ourselves and focus on our who. And I felt like it was important to talk about this because we're out here in these streets, killing it, slaying it, sometimes not killing it, slaying it, depending on the day of the week, right? And community is so important. And I, I think that if you have one or two people that are there for you, rooting for you, then that's all you need. All you need is a, is a, is a good handful. All you need is one. You know, the difference between um, maybe your goal right now is that opportunity, right? You don't need 10 opportunities to get you to your goal. You need one opportunity to get you to your goal, the right one. And so just focus on the people that are there for you. And I think that oftentimes we are being unrealistic with our expectations because we're not managing our expectations. We often want people to support us and um, they're not obligated to do that. And so, and that's a hard pill to swallow, right? It's not an easy one, but the silver lining to this is there are people in your lives. And if you feel like you don't have that person or those people, make sure that you get connected with groups, communities. Uh, If you haven't been to the company I run with my co-founder, Lauren, the memo, go to myweeklymemo.com. There's a community of women. We have a Slack group. We have weekly tools to help you get connected, stay connected. And so all it takes is one. And so if you're thinking about all those people that aren't, let it go and focus on the who or finding your who, because I think that we don't need the distraction. And I look back on those two years ago in the Ontario, um, I'm sorry, the O'Hare airport. And I just shake my head because I just shake my head. You know, sometimes you just have to shake your head at yourself <laughs> because we get down these rabbit holes. And, um, and it was a, a very much a lesson learned that day. And ever since I changed my mindset, I know I talk about mindset, but it's so important because when people don't show up or they don't do what I think they should be doing, it doesn't stop the show for me. And it's been, especially in entrepreneurship, you know, people that you've showed up there for, and then they don't show up in return for you. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. But the sooner you learn it, the easier you'll be able to cope with it. Then you don't stay in that space. Because if you take that energy and let it fester, then it's only blocking your blessing. And so I hope you get something out of what I'm saying about focusing on your who and being there for those people when they need you to show up, that you show up. Uh, Again, securing our seat is not just about us, but it's about the collective, how we can be there for other people as well. So love to know your thoughts about today's episode. Shoot me a message. My email is minda at mindahearts.com. So you always have access to me there. And then also on Twitter, where I'm most active at Minda Hearts, but I'm at Minda Hearts on all platforms. Many of you have found me. <laughs> and if you like Secure the Seat, you like what we're doing, you're about that life, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're able to rate this and give us a rating. 
because it's important again, like I said, and I hope I want to know, I want to hear from you how securing your seat is going. What are some future episodes that you'd like for me to cover? We have a couple of really amazing episodes coming up. Uh, I think this whole season has been lit actually. And I can still use lit. You know why? Because I was on a college campus a couple weeks ago (laughs) and I heard two young men say something, something was lit. And they said some other words after that, that I cannot say on this podcast. And so I actually (laughs) had this like cheesy Kool-Aid smile on my face because I'm like, Oh, lit is still a word. Lit is still, I can still use that. If the young kids are using it, then it's still something I, I don't use it in my vocabulary a lot, but I don't feel like the old auntie using it right now. So uh, yes. <laughs> so again, thank you for your support next week. We'll be back here again, but before I leave, you know that I am a lover of grits and rap lyrics and today's rap lyric is, can you guess, I'm going to try not to do a Jay-Z lyric because you guys are probably tired of me because that's my normal go-to because he has so many bars. It just makes it difficult not to choose one from Jay. So the verse that I'm going to go with today is actually my brother. Shout out to Michael Hart. Uh, He has a line in a song that he did maybe about three, four years ago. It may even be longer than that. But he says, every day that I wake, every day that I get is a new, fresh 24 on the shot clock. And when I think about our day, like a basketball analogy, we get that 24 hours. 24 seconds on the shot clock. Today might not have been your day to secure the seat, but tomorrow you get a whole new 24 on the shot clock. Don't squander it. Don't get nervous about it. Go for it. Every day that you wake, every day is a new shot, a new 24 on the shot clock. You get to do it all over again. And so regardless of what the situation might look like today, no that you will get to that seat. You will build the table and um, secure your seat and you'll, you'll reign supreme. And so I just encourage you to keep pushing. What does secure the seat mean to me? It means what we're doing every Wednesday is providing each other with the resources and the tools to legacy build. And legacy building is creating more seats for each other at the table in a workplace that was not created for us to succeed. And uh, we're coming for those seats because it's all about equity. Again, thank you for joining me for this week's Secure the Seat, your weekly podcast that helps women of color secure their seat at the table. Have a great rest of your week.